0: Yes, let's do it. Oh, who's facilitating it today? It's me. It me. It's John. Yep.
1: All That's right, true. let's do it. Um, yeah, grab that sip of coffee
0: and let's get to this. Let's do it. You're not drinking coffee, are you? I'm drinking tea. I I do coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon. I found a I found a local tea place that I'm pretty nice. happy about. So, and I do loose leaf. Like Do You a use that
1: Adagio tease thing that goes on top of the mug? Let me try it again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I There's know what you're wh- talking
0: about. I it's it's basically a um almost like a French press style thing that you put on top of a mug and it like shoots the stuff out of the bottom <laughs> after it's done steeping. Right. I just right. use a um like a metal screen thing that sits inside the mug, and then you take it gotcha. out. So it's pretty lo-fi. No, I'm,
1: what you're doing sounds cool too. Okay, <laughs> so let's look at this board. We've got a few things here. We've done our voting, um, but we should start with action items because that's the way a retro should begin. Yes. There are two action items from last time. Uh, one is, they're, they're both about our, our last guest, uh, Stephen Hicks. One was to follow up with him about his mountain climb. Yeah. Did you do that? Well, I texted him like the next day and he was like, oh, I didn't do it. I forgot the exact <laughs> response he gave me, but it was something like it wasn't going to work out. He, you know, his like schedule changed basically, but he, oh, I think okay. he ended up doing it. I don't know. Whatever. But the next action item and the one that we should really make sure we talk about is follow up with Hicks about his friend on Insta.
0: Yeah. Did Did you get any clue of what's going on here?
1: Yeah, so I texted Steve just before we got on this call. Yeah, okay. Um, but let's remind our listeners that he's got a pal who is like ice fishing across the country. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when I say that, what I, what I don't mean is that he was going to catch a fish and then have that fish propel him across the United States.
0: Yeah, that's that was what I thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I think in cartoons.
1: <laughs> right, because you had Looney Tunes going. Right. And no. So anyway, uh, this is the response I got from Steve. Oh, he's all right. No deaths. Frostbite on his hands. Concerned that he wasn't going to wake up at night. I haven't talked to him in person, but he made it home to his parents. Say hi to Josh. Well,
0: uh, he's not dead, but he has frostbitten hands? <laughs> like, this is a victory? Is this the bar? I mean, he said he's all right. But he also said he has frostbite. <laughs> so, I know that feels like mixed messages to me. Like when I hear somebody has messages. has frostbite, I think I don't think oh they're fine. I think oh their their fingers are going to fall off now, right? Yeah, I don't. I think that frostbite, like my
1: my mental model of frostbite is like if you have frostbite, then like that tissue is dead and has to be removed, right? But I think that's maybe like the worst case of frostbite, and you can have oh like a
0: is it like how mi- burns milder case or well something. is it like burns? Does it work like burns where you have like first degree, second degree, or something like that? That's what I'm wondering. Okay, yeah. a third so, degree frostbite is is when when the fingers turn black and you look like you're from Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, I was gonna go with Harry Potter there. Oh sure sure. Hmm. Oh well, okay. Uh, So action item's done. Good work. Thanks. Um, Our most voted – well, we've got two most voted. Let's start with mine because I like to talk about myself and my life. Um, What went well? I gave up on Broken Earth and started a new book that I really like. So (sighs) Broken Earth meaning the Broken Earth trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So you gave
0: up – I I thought you had actually read the whole thing. I am in the middle of book three. Okay. Okay what happened
1: I don't know I just like can't finish it I don't know why it just has like sat on my side
0: table and for I will reason, say I'll so pick it up I read the whole trilogy since the beginning of the year and I will say that um the third book is the most unique like it feels different than the other two to me it feels gotcha. a little bit more apocalyptic if, the, if you can even say that about a book that's kind They're of so about extreme. the apocalypse yeah. uh, cool. but it's very like all the characters kind of um, become larger than life in some ways I don't know it's an interesting it's it's certainly interesting it closed it for me but I'd still think the first book is the strongest the one that I I, I mean I loved all three but I've you know if I had to rank them yep. that's where I'd put them
1: Anyway, I'm going to pitch this new book I'm reading. It's okay. called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue
0: by V.E. Schwab. Okay, and what's the, what's the, like, elevator pitch on this book? It's pretty interesting. So this,
1: this is, um, of, so it alternates between two times. And I'll start with the first one. The first one's, like, in the 1700s. And Addie LaRue is the main character. It's kind of, like, from her point of view. Um... She makes a deal with, I don't know, some dark god that she will be, she'll be like uh, immortal. But okay, as with all deals with dark lords, there's a catch. And the catch is that when not in immediate view, people forget her.
0: What? That is interesting. Okay. It's so
1: interesting. So... You know, it, were she in the room with me right now, I would see her. She would say, hi, I'm Addie. Nice to meet you. I would say, I'm John, whatever. And then if I were to just, like, go upstairs to get her something to drink and come back down, by the time i have come back down, I have – well, for, by the time I went upstairs, I forgot I was even going to get her a drink. And certainly by the time I came back downstairs, I'd be like, why is there some strange woman in my basement? What? Yeah, it's so, super
0: – I'm thinking about – okay, so how would you set – if this was your – situation how would you set it up if this was your curse how would you how would you set this how would you set up your life such that you know i feel like you'd have to keep you'd always have to keep someone in the room with you so that um you could be remembered so like you've always got so if you if you've got uh if you need to go get the drink you've got jess in there too and she can tell you what you're doing with that glass of water when you come back down the stairs. And then it's like a chain of custody of yeah, like remembering her. Right. Yeah. That is yeah, I mean, wild. That's it's, wild. It's such
1: an interesting premise. And so anyway, so it and so that, that that happens, that deal occurs, and the book is bouncing between that timeline and when uh. she's like trying to figure out the edges of the curse and how she can, you know live her life and survive. Um, wow. And, like, present day, because she has made it this far, mm-hmm. and what's going on with her now?
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to check this out. This this seems pretty interesting.
1: I, I recommend it. And this author, V.E. Schwab, I really like her work. She's got a lot of pretty interesting takes on, I mean, sci-fi, fantasy. Like, I don't even, like... Mystical, like I don't quite know what genre. To right, put her it's in. pushing. It's
0: pushing the boundaries of like what we call. I, I, yeah. Sometimes sci-fi and fantasy straddle a line. You know, even that Broken Earth stuff that we would right. that we read. My, my library labeled that fantasy. Yeah. But I, you know, but it won there like a lot
1: of elves and dwarves in it. Were there
0: no right? And it right. won a lot of um, sci-fi awards. awards right. So you know, it's it's just like uh thinking beyond what what we know is reality um yeah. to like yeah it's it's cool that I, i'm gonna have to check this out yep cool
1: um before we move on was there anything else you wanted to say about broken earth because i didn't actually realize that you'd already finished them all last i knew you were like waiting from waiting for them to show up at the library or something
0: yeah and and my library is pretty good and you know we have the columbus has um you know, library loan stuff. That's like, it's very invisible to me. Um, yeah. I, I, I can kind of take it for granted, but if a book, if you want a book, you know, they'll send it to like my library. So it's, if, if it's anywhere in the system, sometimes it takes like a week to get there, but it's, like if
1: you're a patient, you can get whatever you want.
0: I mean, more or less, I haven't really found anything that, that I haven't been able to read. So
1: that's cool. But any more thoughts about the content of the Broken Earth Trilogy?
0: No, I think you should finish it. If nothing else, just for closure on some of the characters and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's it's worth it. Cool. All right.
1: Um, let's move to the next highest uh, vote, which is a discussion topic from you, Josh. Desk setup and peripherals.
0: Yeah. So in our pre-call, I was kind of mentioning that um, I got this new machine for my new gig that starts on monday and one one of the things that i kind of take for granted now but it it sits on my desk and it's really handy is this uh is this thing that basically connects everything um so it's this hub a right hub. yeah and, and it's a oh, what's the word display port is that the word um it, so my monitor connects to it it is a power supply mm. It has, you know, like tons of USB stuff. So the mic that I'm talking on, you know, that goes through a USB thing, and that's plugged into there. Um, I'm trying to think what else is. There. I mean, basically anything you do. So when I set down, I set down my computer at this desk. It's a laptop. I put it on this laptop stand, and I plug yeah. in one thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it and it is power. It's my video for the other monitor. It's you know it's all those things. So it's really handy. I I didn't think that it was important to me. Mm. Um but I used to be but I used to be put, you know pulling in or like eight different cords all the time because there'd be there's the power and the yep. monitor cable and then there's the the USB hub, right? Just a simple USB hub for all of the knickknacks and like my keyboard and and yep. mouse and stuff and so, this is nice, this is nice. It is expensive, um, as far as these kinds of things go. I think it was like two hundred or two hundred fifty dollars oh wow, um, so it's it wasn't cheap but i I got it with my previous I did it when we first moved to work from home gotcha. um back i guess a year ago now <laughs> um and I take it for granted, but it's a super solid like just little little piece of thing that I could kind of use to make it. This is my desk set up and yep. and none of it comes with me so it all stays plugged into that thing
1: that's cool i too have uh, a hub um but i don't i'm not able to get everything into it like it sounds like you are my mm-hmm. hub is like one USB C out and then it can take maybe four you know like the old school usb a. i don't know the longer and flatter ones yeah um so that lets me kind of like my keyboard I have a hard drive here for like a uh, time machine mm-hmm. and a few other things but I have to connect via USB C my monitor my two monitors and then right. I have a
0: ethernet adapter Oh okay does this have ethernet I think it I think it might but I I'm on wireless so I'm not sure I would
1: I'm interested in this piece of hardware so it's called cuz because- ha- it's called CalDigit
0: because, is the name of the um uh is the name of the company. Cuz Jess,
1: Jess got a new laptop and it only has two USB-C ports. And she's got a monitor, her power cuz she's got an older monitor it doesn't do power over or whatever. Yeah. And then I I bought her one of those ethernet adapters and she can't plug them all into her computer. Oh man. So annoying.
0: Okay, it's called the CalDigit TS3. Nice. So ch- check that thing out. Uh, it's, it, it's got a lot going on in it. <laughs> SD PS3. card. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I need something like this, I think. Yeah, and so it, it the, the thing that I took for, I, I didn't realize how handy it would be, is not having to lug a, an extra power brick around. Like, because it yeah. serves as one, I don't think it charges as fast as the Apple one, but it doesn't matter if I'm sitting there all day. So, anyway. yeah. So, yeah. That we've, talked, cool. we've talked this thing to death, I think. We can, we can let it go.
1: Okay. Thanks, Josh. I'm going to tick that address. In the what went well column, because we just have so many of them, I'm going to flip to that. New job starts Monday from Josh.
0: Yep. I think I, I, I just mentioned that new machine came Actually today I was I was setting up a couple things but I got my nice. like welcome HR email and my what to expect on Monday email um today so I'm I'm getting excited it's it'll it'll be nice to to start something new and um Can you remind me the name of the company? It's called a claimant. It's just one c oh, a, a claimant. And yep. um yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. They they, I think they pair quite a bit more than what I've been doing over the past year, mm. which will be nice. Um, and and obviously, I told, I think I mentioned that the uh, the technology stack is is a little bit more in line with what I've been doing, so um, or, or like what I've been interested around. in. Yeah, closure, Postgres. Yeah. So I'm I'm jazzed. I'm ready. That'll be fun. Yeah.
1: What have you been doing with your um, vacation?
0: My vacation has been more of a work week, um, <laughs> by which I mean it's been a house project week. Yep. We, you know, listeners can't see this, but my basement is in disarray. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we, have, we, we have this kind of under the porch area um, where okay. I've had a workbench, and then we've had this other area where we just keep, you know, off-season stuff, and it's storage. Storage, right? yeah. But our it's it's a mess, and we've hated going back there. And so my project has been to build new shelves, hmm. like storage shelves, heavy duty ones, yeah. and move the workbench from where it was and to where the storage stuff was. Put the storage stuff under the porch because that's more of a cold area anyway. Um, which I've I've done so far, but I haven't built I haven't fit, finished building the shelves. Um, I, I started that and um, I actually, I'm a member of this like workshop co-op. Mm. So I went to Lowe's, bought all the lumber and stuff and then went there. They have all kinds of equipment, you know, table saws, oh, sure. you know, yep. whatever you need. Um, yep. And I don't have any of that. So I, right. I basically cut everything to size there and then brought it home. Um, But it's still a lot of work. And, in the meantime, everything that was in storage is everywhere else in our basement to be out of the way. But it means it's to make in the my shows. way.
1: So, so you're in the assembly phase of this project.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And and I'm kind of the bottleneck right now because Bethany's super excited to start the organization phase where right. things are moving from just like piles, basically yeah. to. Um, labeled bins and things like that so yep. um i hesitate to move my monitor because it's, it's
1: such a pain in the butt to get it back in <laughs> to the place i like it yeah but um i bought a bunch of metal racks when we moved in like metal racks from like menards you can get them pretty yeah. cheap yeah and so i've got four of those four or five shelf <laughs> metal racks and everything's in plastic tubs and it's like so it's so
0: nice that's nice yeah. I'm looking forward to that right now. The only plastic cups we have are like for Christmas decorations and sure. You know, cool. All right. New job starts
1: Monday. That'd be fun. It'd be, it'd be fun to hear about how your onboarding is. Yeah. Next time. Uh, you can check desk this desk one. Desk quite messy. Yep. Huh? Check
0: it. We did it. Check it.
1: Okay. Uh, the next one I wanted to go to is a discussion topic that I added. What is brown water again? I can't find support for this phrase. Um, so very faithful listeners that, that, that have listened to all of putting time episode zero, know that we recorded episode zero and we called that making the brown water. Mm -hmm. And this, this came from a thing that you said to me that like, well, I'm going to say what I think you said, Yeah. which is that like in the improv world, you sort of like do a bad take to get it out of your system so you can Mm -hmm. get a good take. Yeah. Is that is that it? That's fairy? exactly
0: right. The um the the phrase was explained to me like when you have old plumbing, you turn on the faucet and first brown water comes out and then eventually the clear water comes out, right? So you want to get that brown water out of the way before you drink anything. <laughs> right. And so the the I don't know if this is actually a phrase <laughs> that's used in the world or if it's just right. what my particular improv community here how they describe that practice of like getting the bad one out of your system.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I can't find any
0: support for this while Googling. So maybe I I, my- I might have accidentally exposed like an in joke or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: and the reason this came up is because Steve Hicks and I on Monday recorded for Artsy for, for work. Oh, a your first episode. Pod- a podcast of just the two of us kind of doing a little bit of a banter show.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I told him, let's do one that's just brown water. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was trying to, like, find some support yeah. for this concept, and, like, I couldn't find anything.
0: Right. What, what There was – I remember my improv teacher, when I was going through some classes, yeah. basically said um, – he he talked about brown water before – the show and he was like but some people call other things you know there's like ketchup water like the the juice that comes (laughs) up before or like crusty mustard so gross yeah crusty mustard i'm trying to think of there was he he named like he rattled off like eight and i was like oh i feel (laughs) nauseous now (laughs) they're all like gross food things (laughs) except for brown water which is plumbing and maybe poop related depending on how you
1: all right speaking of poop related <laughs> what went well we're getting a dog from josh Davy.
0: yep we've we've missed our um just the the dog chores we've missed them <laughs> you're like man i really wish i could have to walk a dog right now yeah actually that l- literally is something that bethany misses she loves love that, yeah. walking the dog. She wants the excuse to have to get out of the house and away from the family and just kind of have her own time. Yeah. So, I mean, she doesn't want to do it every time we walk the dog, but we sure. are – this time we're not getting a rescue. We didn't have a lot of luck, and we're a little bit gun-shy now about doing a rescue again. Um, sure. But through someone we know, we, we heard good things about somebody that does um, – so it's, it's a breeder. It's like a golden retriever. So, we're getting Mm. a golden retriever. Fun. So, we've... You know a little something about golden retrievers. I mean, granted, yours is half golden, right?
1: Yeah. He's half golden retriever, half poodle. So, they call that a golden doodle. Right. And I would like to know if you guys have considered the volume of hair that dog is going to produce in your house. Well,
0: our quote-unquote short-haired dog shed like crazy. So, I'm not... I, and also, I grew up with the Golden Retriever, so I, okay. I'm well aware of what what it entails. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're excited. We got we're getting updates now from the about the puppies. We haven't been assigned a puppy yet, but we see the litter like looking like weird naked mole rats right now, kind of. So it's it's totally. coming into into April. We're we'll have the we'll we'll take home the puppy. You will
1: be assigned a dog, or you will pick a dog.
0: So the way that this particular breeder works is um this they do like personality matching so we know which litter we yeah. w- we have um but then based on personality i think like whether or not there's kids and how energetic and that kind of stuff they she will actually pick for us so we if that's we true. had a gender preference that would have been another consideration but we don't cool that's exciting
1: all right, checking it off. Boom. Uh, in the could be improved column, I don't think I'll ever meet Joe. I wrote this one. <laughs> in our pre-call, you saw this and you said to me, Joe's ready. Joe's ready to go. He could have gone today, but you weren't ready.
0: I wasn't ready. This was a weird week for me. Um, yeah. I mean, just look behind me. You know, it's I've a got, disaster. It's, it's, whew. No, j- so... <laughs> the whole up with Joe is that he actually was finishing his basement I and mean, he was having ah. his basement finished. And so in the meantime, his like work area or whatever has been up in his living room and his kids are just all over hanging on him yeah. and stuff. He's like, I can't, I can't do a podcast right now. You're I can, right. I can't do anything right now. So yeah. the basement's done. I got an update yeah. from him this week. That's good. Um, and, and so he's, he's, he's ready to go. He says, Get me on there. Um, right. So maybe maybe next week we'll we'll try to schedule okay. it with them. Okay.
1: Done. Addressed. What went well? It's nice out, and that makes me happier. I added this one. Um, it's true. Cold Minnesota is thawing. We had like a day that hit I think sixties, or if not sixties, almost. And. Yeah, the like forecast calls for no snow. We'll probably get hit one more time because it is Minnesota. Right. But, but, um, and boy, is it, does it just have a, a, a real effect
0: on my mood? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I feel like you can just see it. Like I look outside and suddenly people are walking and smiling. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like there's more blue sky occurring, yeah. which is just like yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. Wow. Mm hmm. It is a good feeling.
1: Uh, I'm going to go through a few of these. The next one I also wrote, which is in the "What Went Well" column, I was wrong, and Wanda Vision is a good show.
0: So uh, I don't <laughs> remember. Well, I don't know if you remember. I, but I, you you were spitballing with was it Eric about yeah. whether or not it was a good whether or not it was a good show, and you were kind of on the fence about it. You'd only seen two episodes, maybe three at the time. Um, but you've now, I assume, watched the whole thing. Okay, I've watched the full season. All right,
1: and, I, and it's it's seeming like it's going to just be the one season.
0: Okay, that's a. I love it when a show has an arc and a finish.
1: That that's, that's a good it. feeling. Yeah,
0: that's a good feeling. So uh, yeah, it's worth
1: watching. I think, but you really, but it is one of those recommendations where you are like. You got to hang in there for three episodes before it gets good, which sure. is never a great position to be advocating
0: from. Oh, man. Yeah, that's – here, you need to invest at least three hours before you get, <laughs> yeah. it, before you get any payoff. But then the payoff is good <laughs> right. is what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Um, cool. Let's go on to another What Went Well, Playing Card Games
0: with My Kids from Josh. So I didn't realize how many card games I played growing up, but we played hmm. card games a lot, I guess, because yeah. I keep remembering old ones that I used to play, uh, mostly with other, like my cousins or my friends. Um, and so this just this week, I was teaching Oliver a game called Spit, which is yeah, a variant of, of Speed, yeah, which yeah. is, you know, it's a, it's a fast game. And he's old enough now to handle that kind of competitive game, you know. Right. So it's it's fun. It's fun to remember these these card games and it's it's such a simple um thing. I've been picking it up during um did I mention before what how we do special time with our kids?
1: Yes, yeah, so you've talked about how okay. you
0: have a time and it's short. It's like five minutes or it's something. It's five minutes. Every day. Yep. Yeah. Five minutes. So during it's been a good special time thing. It's like yeah. here let's play let's pick up and play a game spit.
1: So it's fun. Yeah.
0: Um
1: there's a game, I think it might be called Rook, that I remember
0: you telling me it was like a Davy family tradition. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed that you remember it. So uh, I'm going to give a little background real quick. There was this... Yes. So my grandpa um, grew up in a house in a relatively conservative like religious house, and they weren't allowed to play cards with playing cards. However, Milton Bradley, I think, came out with this game called rook and it was not considered to be playing cards even though it was you could have probably played rook with a standard deck of cards but they they didn't so
1: it was it was a custom deck of cards yeah that had different kind of imagery on them there was no right
0: numbers no suits or, or the well, traditional the suits, su- anyway. the suits are colors and the numbers are still there so oh, okay it, it's very much like yeah right. sure um yeah. no face cards or whatever but um Anyway, because of that, it became it became a, a tradition to to play that game, and it's a it's a uh, trick taking game with trump you call, with call trump, um, and and points, and it's a partner based game. So the most similar thing is euchre, if you've sure. ever played euchre. Five hundred
1: is similar. Yeah, yeah, ones. yeah.
0: So that's the game. It's a little bit more involved because there's more cards, so you have to mm-hmm. there's more to remember, um, good like good. during any given hand. Um Oliver is not yet old enough to learn this. Yeah. I still feel like I'm learning it in some ways. So <laughs> I mean when especially when you play with like my uncles, it's like whew, they're gonna judge you. Like if you, you make a mistake. Oh yeah. You put down something wrong, they're like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love it. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, c- connecting with your kids on that kind of stuff is fun.
0: It is. Right.
1: Um, we are really doing great on time. Uh, that was me <laughs> revving my engine
0: for some reason. <laughs>
1: uh, I got two more. What went well, That got votes, so I'm going to go through those quick. Mm-hmm. Jess only has one more class till she's done with her ID cert. I wrote this. You might be uh, wondering what some of this means.
0: Yeah, I, I wanted okay. to. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it.
1: ID means instructional design. So, And what that means is, like, the people who are taking education materials and, like, putting them online, putting them in some kind of, like, uh, learning framework, whatever. Mm. So it kind of, like, feels a little bit like maybe a PowerPoint presentation, but there's a little more interactivity. There's, like, maybe some uh, quizzes that are littered throughout there. Anyway, so she's going – she has been and is almost finished with – a certification in instructional design because mm-hmm. she's um, COVID has caused her to close her music studio. And so she's mm. pivoting to a
0: career in instructional design. Very cool. Very cool. So yes. Um, what, what led her, led her to pick this as an opportunity, you know, cause there's a myriad of talents she could have used um, right. even within music or whatever, or whatever. There's other avenues what about instructional design was interesting to her, or was it the need that she saw?
1: I mean, there's some serendipity here. She just happens to have a couple of people in her life that are doing this work. Okay, and she's she just happens to like know, and she's like done it kind of too. Um, you know, she was designing the curriculum of the students at her music studio. Um, sure, she was a middle school teacher. She's you know mm-hmm. she went to school. She went to school to be a teacher. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's some element of this is just kind of natural. Yeah, um, But I think ultimately we sort of like at the beginning of the pandemic kind of talked through some feelings she was having about losing the studio, not missing it as much as she thought she might be. Mm. And wanting maybe more of a traditional nine to five kind of job, mm-hmm. even if it's, you know, maybe working remotely or whatever, because there are a lot of like remote positions or even contract work that you can do in this field mm-hmm. anyway. So some of it is just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to run your own business and to yeah. fit your, your teaching around other people's schedules and mm-hmm. the, the conflict between wanting to be around for Jack, but that's also what everyone wants to take their lessons. And how do you
0: balance that stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's cool though. So she's, she's almost done. Does she have, um, like a path forward after the certification?
1: Yeah. The program includes some kind of placement. I don't totally know this aspect oh, of it okay. and it's possible it won't work. You know, obviously these these placement things are just an attempt. They don't always work. But, um, and then, like I said, she's got a couple of contacts. She knows a couple of people in the industry and we'll see. Um, there's
0: so there's a ton. Yeah. My kids are on, they do all, all digital school yeah. still, and they're using this platform called Edgenuity. Um, mm-hmm. Is it is it like that kind of platform that she'd be working on? Are are you familiar with these? Yeah,
1: I only know enough to be dangerous on this topic. Yeah, um, she probably would know more. But there are a few authoring frameworks, mm-hmm. and then these like man like learning management systems, LMSs. Mm -hmm. They all kind of like have a standard and then you can kind of suck up your your content into them.
0: Um, Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hmm. So anyway, I'm proud of her. She's worked really hard at it. She's got one more class left. This is the one that's like about project management because a big part of the ID role is like managing the, the like topic expert and maybe like a designer, maybe an engineer, and like getting them all on the same page, and getting this coursework migrated from maybe some like written text or right no, McGraw Hill, or whatever. Yeah. And getting that gone, you
0: know, to so so anyway, there's uh-huh. like a PM
1: aspect of it that mm-hmm. she's kind of learning right now.
0: Cool, cool. You're gonna you're gonna teach her um, estimation poker or. <laughs> It is funny how sh- there's, I
1: mean, there is overlap between yeah. the work that I do and the way a PM interacts with me and some of the things she talks mm-hmm. about. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. I definitely believe it.
1: Anyway, final what went well for me is Jess got her second shot. So she is vexed. Woohoo! That's and great. She felt like shit on that last one. Yeah. She had a couple of days where she was like, I'm just going to go lay down.
0: Yeah. Better two days than two years uh, all yeah.
1: right so cool um we are bumping up against it Josh, and I want to make sure we get time for this discussion topic here.
0: what's for dinner <laughs> so I can start we're going we're going with a new pizza place tonight um, oh. we've I've already scheduled the delivery Nice. so uh, my I found out my cousin is like. In town, so we're going to go like drive by and stop and like wave from whatever <laughs> six feet away, and then get back in the car as one of these you know visiting people is weird these days, but hopefully mm-hmm. by the time we get back, there will be pizza on my porch
1: nice now i I don't know if you always do this, but there was another time you got pizza mm-hmm. and you ordered four pizzas. Because you wanted to know everything about that pizza place, yeah. Are you are you doing a full Davy full court press on this place?
0: Yeah. So this time I did. I went with a a fa- what's becoming a family favorite, or rather a Bethany and me favorite, which is barbecue chicken pizza. Mm, that's good stuff. Yeah, because it's full of barbecue sauce, and barbecue sauce is so good, so good. Um, so that's what we're getting. That with the gluten free, we're getting. We are getting two other kind of pizzas. And then I okay. did I did splurge, and I'm getting the gluten-free garlic bread, which oh. I'm, I'm just too curious about. So Yeah, you got, you got to so, try it out. Three pizzas and a thing that's shaped like a pizza but isn't. It's pizza without the sauce, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. I think it is.
1: They take that same dough, and they just make the <laughs> sticks out of it. That's right. It's coming from the same vat. what about you um okay yeah for me um like i said jess is vaccinated a friend of hers uh one of them is vaccinated we decided it's risky but we're gonna hang out and so um they're coming over tonight and we're gonna pick up from somewhere
0: nice you don't know where yet
1: no we have a few faves in the area um but we'll probably end up just like once they get here, we'll negotiate. Sure.
0: Yeah. I don't know w- with my kids in particular, I, I always just want to have a plan ahead of time because, um, I, I need to get them fed because I want to get them into bed as soon as possible. That's right. And they need to, t- they need time to digest. So I'm not feeding them at <laughs> seven at night. No, no. way. No way. Whew. All right. You got any danglers? No. What about you?
1: I don't think so. Do you? Have you? Did the quarantine cause the Davy household to buy a trampoline?
0: No, but last year we went through two pools.
1: <laughs> well, we we did get a trampoline because of the quarantine. Okay, okay. Jack's already like, hey dad, when's that gonna be gonna be ready for me to jump? Because you like have to take the the thing out. Um otherwise the snow will cause the springs to get worn out.
0: Oh, you took like the middle mat out? Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, but you gotta go
1: spring by goddamn spring, taking that out. Oh, I grew so up with a trampoline, I remember that. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. And the last so four anyway.
0: or five springs are ridiculous <laughs> to get on. The first one you're like, <laughs> yeah. this is not gonna take that long. This is fine. Right. And then, then you're like, oh, and then you're like, I, want to kill I need, myself. yeah, I need some kind of like mechanism to help me get leverage here. I'm going to end up ice fisting my way home. That's why. just call the fire department. <laughs> and you do not want to let go of one of those things, you know? It's going no. to shoot and take out an eye. That's true. So yeah,
1: so Jack's like all up on me. He wants me to put that. You should see. Thing. He's probably
0: old enough to put that thing together at this point, right? <laughs> He's five. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's it. All right. Bada-bing. All right. Love
1: you. Love you, Jew. Love Bye. you, Jew. Love you, <laughs>